In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Bishop Fitz Allison once told me a story that has stuck with me. Some years ago, it seems, that two couples from Charleston, South Carolina, made their way up to New York City for a weekend holiday. Neither couple had been to New York before, and after an enjoyable evening, found themselves late at night trying to make their way to the subway system. And back then, there were only two subway lines that ran parallel to one another, the IRT and the BMT. So, in order to make sure that you were on the right line, because if you wanted to go north or south, there was no problem, or vice versa, getting east to west or west to east was a dilemma, and so the city of New York provided cross-town buses that would take you from one line to another, and the hour being late, the couples had a hard time finding a cab, and they needed to get across Manhattan to the other line and began to worry about how that might happen. And at that very moment, they stumbled upon an old hobo slouched against the wall of a dark building. And being their only source for local information, they asked him, Do the Crosstown buses run this late? To which the old wino slurringly replied, Do the Crosstown buses run this late? Do da, do da. Well, it's, it's such a silly little story, but I've never forgotten it. Because it is a reminder of the problem that each and every single one of us has. St. Paul tells us that the works of the flesh are plain. Fornication, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, anger, selfishness, dissension, party spirit, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and the like. That is, these are the things that come natural to us. You don't have to work very hard to have these things manifest themselves in your life. And so if you happen to miss the impurity train, don't worry, you can jump on licentiousness or idolatry when they come along. The problem is, how do we get from the works of the flesh to the fruit of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace. Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Where or what is the Crosstown bus? The only way to get from the works of the flesh to the fruit of the Spirit is by a direct intervention from God Himself. You can't get there on your own. No matter how hard you try, no matter how good your program might be for self-improvement. And whether you're a Christian or not listening this morning, most of us, I think, would say, I'd rather my life look like what St. Paul talks about regarding the fruit of the Spirit, rather than the works of the flesh. Even though, if we're honest with ourselves... Our life probably looks a little bit more like works of the flesh than fruit of the Spirit. But even the desire to want to be different is not enough to make it so. What we need is someone to bring us over. Someone to make us over. It's interesting to me that St. Paul talks of the works of the flesh versus the fruit of the Spirit. 
One, again, comes as a result of who we are as human beings. The other comes as the result of the direct intervention of the Holy Spirit. And you notice that the Apostle speaks of the fruit of the Spirit in the singular. It's not fruits of the Spirit, but fruit. You see, the standard, the bar is set high. It's not enough to have just one. If St. Paul had said, well, have the fruits of the Spirit, we might say, well, you know, I'm doing okay with gentleness. You know, self-control is not that great, but I'm doing okay on gentleness. But there are, in fact, one fruit that come together as a whole. And so true, those of us who are in Jesus Christ, we bear the fruit. We do not produce it. This means that the fruit is the product not of our own effort, but God's. We simply surrender and do what it is that God has made us to do. As a fruit tree cannot help but be a fruit tree, so you are fruitful if you are in Christ Jesus. And when the truth of this sinks deep down in your heart, by God's grace... You understand what Paul means when he says that it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stop trying to do something that you're not wired to do. And even if you are able to pull it off, that fruit that we might think we can muster up in our lives, those trophies gained by our own human efforts, are not fruit at all. If we can get credit for the fruit by means of our own effort, it's not the Spirit's work within us. In fact, our obliviousness to the fruit in our lives is proof of God's transforming work in your life. When the Holy Spirit enters our lives, one of the hallmarks of this divine act is freedom. St. Paul writes, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand fast, therefore. And do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. Paul is telling us that if we are to be diligent in anything, it is to hold fast to the truth of the gospel and not to fall back into trying to merit God's love through what we believe to be our good works, our so-called self-generated fruit. And what this freedom that St. Paul talks about, what it is, is it's freedom from God's wrath. Freedom from judgment. Freedom from the fear of God's displeasure with us. And if you are in Christ, you don't need to worry anymore about whether or not God is displeased with you. If you cannot earn God's love and favor, you can't unearn it. The world will tell you that you can never know If you are right with God. And so when the man on the street is asked, do you think you'll go to heaven and why? Mostly what we hear is, I hope I'll be in heaven. And if I'm there, I think it's because I'm a pretty good person. But you and I both know that there is no hope in that answer. The final judgment of Christ for so many is like a crapshoot. But the Bible tells us that we can know we are going to heaven because of what Jesus Christ has done for us on the cross and by His being raised from the dead, you and I have fellowship with the Father. No longer children of wrath, but adopted children of God. Our standing with Him has absolutely nothing to do with our behavior. 
Even when we look at our own lives and we see the works of the flesh, we can rest easy because that is the very reason why Jesus came to earth and died for you and for me. You know, as Christians, if we're honest with ourselves and we look at our own lives and we struggle with these works of the flesh and we read that those who, str- who have these things in their lives won't inherit the kingdom of God, it, it, it strikes fear in our heart. But who among us doesn't struggle? Even the most noble and right, upright Christians. Mother Teresa, after her death, a group published her diary and her letters, and a lot of Christians were startled to read uh, her thoughts during her long and fruitful ministry. At one moment she wrote, Now, Jesus, I go the wrong way. They say people in hell suffer eternal pain because of loss of God. But in my soul, I feel just the terrible pain of loss, of God not wanting me, of God not being God. You see, all of us struggle, and we can't get to the fruit of the Spirit in our own strength. If we could, Jesus would never have had to die. And yet He did die, so that we might be in relationship with the Holy Spirit and find ourselves changed as we bask in the unbelievable glory of God's great love for sinners. And yet, it is easy for us to speak of the freedom that Christ has purchased than it is for us to believe it. And so when we feel the very depths of our sinfulness, when the works of the flesh in our own lives are held up to our face, when we fear death, when we tremble at the thought of God's judgment, St. Paul tells us to replace them with the freedom purchased by Jesus Christ, the forgiveness of sins, His righteousness, His life, and the everlasting mercy of God. Jesus himself tells us in John 8, If the Son has set you free, you are free indeed. And it is that freedom in Jesus Christ that is the only thing that will get you across town from the works of the flesh to the fruit of the Spirit, the freedom wrought through the hard wood of the cross that we would know it this morning and experience it in our lives and that we might be fruitful for the Lord, for His glory. Amen.